This is Podcast Game Show, the first trivia quiz show built exclusively as, well, a podcast. In each episode, we put a new contender to the test. It's season two, and this time, it's all about your favorite social media personalities and experts. Play along and find out what they really know. That's a good question. 20 contenders, four finalists, only one winner. Who will it be? Let's find out on Podcast Game Show. I'm Brandon Biard. Today's contestant is Nick Loper. Nick, how you doing today? I'm doing excellent, Brandon. How are you? Oh, I am great. It's great to have you here. Uh, Nick, basically, he's an author, online entrepreneur, life and lifelong student in the game of business. I love that. Uh, Nick basically helps people earn money outside of their day job, and that makes sense because you are the chief side hustler at Side Hustle Nation, a growing community and resource for aspiring and part-time entrepreneurs. And it's also a podcast, a really cool one. You can find Nick at SideHustleNation.com. Nick, are you ready to play the game today? I'm as ready as I'll ever be. I tell you, I get a lot of podcast invites, and this one... I was most excited about because I am a trivia nerd at heart. Yes. Well, you are exactly the person we want to have on the show. So I'm excited to see what you know. We'll come back and talk with you in a minute about everything else we need to know about you. Um, But I'll tell you real quick the rules and what you need to know getting into the game. You're going to answer 15 questions and one final rapid-fire question at the end. You have three cheats. We talked about those. Basically, two hints and one chance to Google the answer. And then at the end of the season, our top four contestants are going to come back and face off. um, And the grand prize is a free year subscription to audiobooks.com. It was really nice of them to give that to us. You can give that to your your followers or keep it for yourself if you want to be selfish, whatever. Sounds good. Coming back for the Tournament of Champions. I like it. (laughs) Yes, that's right. It gets intense. It's fun. So, with that being said, let's get right into the game. You ready? (laughs) Okay, let's do it. Now, these questions are all, you know, the question sets are are random. I didn't design them for any specific guests, so don't, you might love me or hate me. I don't know. First question. This Dr. Seuss book is typically given to high school graduates. It's either green eggs and ham the Grinch Who Stole Christmas, or Oh, The Places You'll Go? It's Oh, The Places You'll Go. I got my copy. So did I. I got it when I graduated high school. And that was actually Dr. Seuss's final book. I did not know that. Oh, The Places You'll Go. Now, if you want some extra street cred, um, whenever there's a multiple choice answer, if you just shout out the answer before I get to the choices, you don't get any additional points, but um, we'll know you really need your stuff. Oh, okay. Well, I didn't want to cut you off. You can cut me off. It's okay. (laughs) Except for this one. You're going to need the multiple choices on this one. Uh, I've got a news question for you. Which one of these is a real headline and not a headline from theonion.com? Okay, so listen up. Number one, Brita unveils new in-throat water filters. Number two, man ashamed of himself after cashier reads food order back to him. And number three, North Korea stepping up security after first bank robbery. Which one of those is real? Gosh, those all sound fake. (laughs) (laughs) They do. 
I'm going to go with the uh, North Korea one. North Korea. Man, what is it? Uh, North Korea stepping up security after first bank robbery. Is that right? Yep. Good deduction there. Um, the other two totally fake. I don't know how Britta would create it in through a water filter, although it sounds like something they might do one day. It's all about the wearables these days. Yeah, that's true. It is. And I, I have definitely felt ashamed having uh, somebody read an order back to me <laughs> at a restaurant. Like, you know, when you just don't even want to be there and they're just making you feel how, how fat you're about to become. Question number three, two for two. Named after the Greek god of victory, what is America's most valuable athletic apparel company? Nike. That's correct. All right, it is Nike. Well done. I just hit the mic. Uh, Yes, three out of three. Next question. The old blank scam is used when a stranger sends you an email asking you to wire money then promising to make you rich later. The old what scam? It's either the Nigerian print scam, the Somali pirate scam, or the Swiss banker scam. I was going to go Nigerian <laughs> print. My first, my first get, uh, gut instinct, so I guess I'll, uh, I'll stick with that one. All right. Well, we were talking before the show, and you have played the uh, Disney version of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire when you go to the theme park. And they probably told you to go with your first instinct. So I'm going to lock you in on that. Okay. The Nigerian prince is correct. I'm sure they. I'm sure they replaced that. Um, who wants to be a millionaire at Disney World with like something Frozen themed by now? Frozen or Avatar? Eventually, that's all it's going to be. Uh, grandmothers have been falling for that one for years. Last question in this first round. All right, let's go five for five. Okay. Okay. What condiment was supposedly invented by the French? to celebrate the capture of a town called Mahon, M-A-H-O-N. It's either Dijon mustard, mayonnaise, or horseradish. Um, shoot, I was thinking of yeah, French's mustard, but then he threw the Mahon in there. Um, let's go mayonnaise. All right, he's going mayonnaise. I'll lock in on mayonnaise. Is it, is it, are you like saying... French word, right? That's because it kind of sounds like Mahon? Yeah. You're right, it is. Oh, five for five. Okay. Five for five. Damn. Good start. Okay. The only the French would invent something like mayonnaise as a part of a celebration. That is not a fun condiment, in my opinion. Let's talk about you for a minute. We'll take a little break here. Relax. You can turn your brain off for a minute. So, Nick, you are in Livermore, California today. Is that right? Yes. Nice little, uh, you know, it's like suburbia here. Yeah, it's like suburbia. So it's outside San Francisco. I like to call it the poor man's Napa. It's like we've got a bunch of wineries, but it's not quite as hoity-toity as uh, Napa. Oh, okay. I'm down with that. Yeah. A more affordable, livable version of Napa, maybe? Yeah. Okay. And as we said, Nick is the chief side hustler and host of Side Hustle uh, Nation, basically. Website is SideHustleNation.com. Nick, so tell us about it. You've been doing this for a while. Um, what is a side hustle? Side hustle is pretty much anything you're doing to earn money outside of your day job. And, you know, people have whatever reason they want to start these things. You know, most people are after making more money, but other people are like, hey, look, I'm maybe I'm not fulfilled <laughs> during my day job. And like, here's an opportunity to kind of exercise my, you know, creative talents or, or other interests outside of work. 
And so I'm about three years deep into the journey and it kind of started as my experience, like as a, as a platform, as a excuse to share my own side hustle experiments because I've been building websites and doing affiliate marketing and trying self-publishing and all sorts of random stuff uh, for the last several years before that. And also an excuse to kind of get get out from my own like home office isolation and talk to a bunch of other cool side hustlers. And so that's where um, the side hustle show, uh, the podcast comes in. And that's what's really taken off. I owe it all to the guests because you're hosting an interview show is like I don't have to talk I don't have to come up with anything um well just let the guests do the talking and provide the value and it's been um some pretty some pretty impressive stories that have come out of that and that's been uh, a ton of fun to do yeah so a side hustle can be either um something you're doing part-time to make money or just express yourself or it could could it maybe be something that is a first step towards a full career that was definitely my hope when I started so I think there's you, the, the the brand of entrepreneurship that is that you see on Shark Tank that you see on coming out of Silicon Valley is like you're gonna you raise venture capital and you're gonna be huge and it's gonna be awesome. But I think the side hustle is a more realistic brand of entrepreneurship for most people. It's like, hey, start something small, start something low risk, and start something part time because you don't know if it's gonna work and in in particular if you have the cushion of a full time job like. You don't necessarily need it to work immediately. You can invest some time to build something up uh, and work on more speculative or, or, you know, quote unquote, passive income projects where you're, you know, building up some online authority or, you know, building some product versus if you're like, I got to get out of here right away, you're probably going to have to sell some type of, of service business where, you know, you're, you're still trading time for money, which is absolutely fine. It's like, I, I just tell people like, if you are the person that hates your day job, the last thing you need is a second one of those, yes. um, doing something similar. So true. So true. And that's coming from the chief side hustler. So your basic, your full-time job now is several side hustles. Is that right? Is that fair? Yeah. Piecing it together this year is uh, shaping up to be the best year in a while. Uh, last year was a good year as well. And it's kind of a, just a combination of, of everything from the, you know, my original side hustle was in affiliate marketing. So I still do some of that, do some freelancing on the side, do some, now some coaching and consulting through the site. But, um, yeah, I would consider myself a side hustler, uh, right now as well. So I'm right there with you. Now, nice. uh, you've got some hilarious facts that you put about yourself on your website. I don't know if this has anything to do with what you're trying to do in life, but one fact I got was, You've once took cold showers for 500 days in a row. What's up with that? So, uh, a dude, so Nick Reese <laughs> um, was on the, the Side Hustle show last, actually two years ago. And he, you know, was talking about taking cold showers. First, he's talking about taking them like first as like a, as a fat loss, like as a metabolism boosting thing. And I was like, dude, that sounds horrible. <laughs> and he's like, no, you got to try it. You got to try That's it. Awful. Even if you don't have any weight to lose, you're going to like feel super energized and you're going to be like motivated to tackle your day. Uh, I was like, fine, I'll do it for, I'll do it for a month and see what happens. And the crazy thing was like a lot of like good things started, like I did feel better and I did feel like more energized and focused. And it went on, you know, for a year and a half uh, after that and talked about that on Entrepreneur on Fire and recruited a bunch of other people to join me in the cold shower challenge. And I don't know, like I took about six months off, but I'm, I'm actually back on the kick this month. So we'll see how long it lasts this time around. 
Well, I am interested to know. It's going to take another uh, another go at it from you uh, to to convince me to do that. But I I believe there are some benefits. This just sounds so. Oh. It's painful, but like by the end of it, you're feeling pretty good. Yeah. Maybe you get numb. <laughs> Maybe so. Yeah. All right. And uh, before we get back to the game, one other thing. You've got a random trivia fact about anything in the world. What do you got? Well, I'm going to ask you, who is considered the Babe Ruth of Japan? Who's Japan's all-time home run leader? Dude. <laughs> Not only am I bad at baseball... So many guests ask me baseball questions. Like everyone knows that I know nothing about baseball. Um, so I have. Um, uh, let me think. Uh, George Takei. I don't know. <laughs> it's uh, a guy called Sadaharu O, and he had over 800 home runs. So he had uh, you know 100 home runs more than more than Babe Ruth, more than Barry Bonds. Wow. So oh, okay, that is impressive. Love it. He had a good. He had a good career. He had a good run there. Love it. And we're going. We're going to Japan next week. So that was. That's on my mind. Oh, dude! Congratulations. I'm jealous. Should be fun. Should be a fun adventure. Yeah. All right. Well, are you ready to get back into the game? All right. Let's uh, let's do it. Let's win you some fake prize money. <laughs> it's for that trip to Japan. <laughs> Sounds good. Question number six. This is an audio question. So what I'm going to do is I have a previous contestant that's going to read you a clue. He's going to be describing a city, and I need you to identify what city he's describing, okay? Okay. And this is Joe Polizzi of Content, Content Marketing Institute. Okay. So the city I'm thinking of, it's a Midwest city, and it's known as the Gateway to the West. What is this city? St. Louis? St. Louis. I'm not even going to string you along because that's right. The Gateway Arch. Yes. Next question, TV question for you. If you want to be a panelist on the longest running U.S. television series, what show's producers will you have to sleep with to get there? Is it Meet the Press, Monday Night Football, or 60 Minutes? Um, I... Don't know. Um, meet the press. All right, I'm gonna lock in on Meet the Press, saying that's the longest running TV show. Is it? Yes, it is. Good guess. You probably heard that before somewhere in the back of your head. It's meet the press. Okay. Got a got a bur- uh, liquor question for you. Are you a big drinker? Oh jeez. Um, not huge, but I'll see what I can do. All right. If you're drinking a hurricane on Bourbon Street, you are mostly downing what kind of liquor and bracing for one hell of a hangover. It's either <laughs> vodka, rum, or Southern Comfort. Oh, what goes in a hurricane? A hurricane, which was invented right here in New Orleans. I'll say rum. Rum, okay. Let's see if it is rum. Damn, son, that is rum. Okay. So the background of that is the place where the hurricane was invented here, Pat O'Brien's. Um, the the story goes they were forced to buy all of this rum from their distributor, and they were trying to figure out a way to sell it all. They had way too much, and so they said, "Well, let's just invent this drink that has tons of rum in it, and that's a hurricane." Don't spill it Make on it yourself. A hurricane before I go insane. Yes. 
All right, you're doing really well here. We're on question number nine. You've gotten all eight correct. Oh, we don't. We might have a perfect game. Now, here. now you're going to pull out like the really impossible ones. <laughs> <laughs> Who created the Nerdist podcast and built it into an empire in just a few short years? And it's multiple choice. <laughs> okay. Chris Harrison, Will Wheaton, Chris Hardwick. Uh, I think I'm going to use my <laughs> use my phone friend. Can I use my phone Google on this one? Uh, you're going to use Google on this one? Okay. That's a, probably a good one to use Google for. You have eight seconds to Google the answer, and your time starts now. Okay, I'm going to go with Three seconds. Chris Hardwick. It's amazing how much you can Google in five seconds, right? Chris Hardwick. Pretty- We've got one. The eight seconds to Google is burned. Last question oh, in round run, two. Running out of lifelines. I know. The country of Indonesia has about how many islands? It's either 800, 8,000, or 18,000. Um, what do you think? How about the middle one? <laughs> 8,000. Never a bad guess, the middle one. So you're going to go with 8,000, all right? He's saying Indonesia has 8,000 islands. Let's lock it in. How many islands does it... Well, is it 8,000? Oh, it's not. There goes your perfect game. Oh, killed it. 18,000. 18,000. That's a lot of islands. It's a lot of islands in Indonesia. Hey, don't worry about it. You're 9 out of 10. We have five more to go, and I have every bit of confidence in you. That you will do well. So let's go to round three. All right. Shake it off. Shake it off. Got another audio clip, but this time I'm going to play you an audio clip from a TV show. I need you to identify what TV show this is from. I will say it's a a fairly famous scene from a TV show. Here we go. Shame. 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 Man, you either know that one or you don't. Um, what do you want to do? Can I get a? Can I use a hint? What, what's my? What's my other lifeline? Hint. You have two hints, so I can. Yeah, we can use a hint. Your hint. So that was. It is a cable show that is on the air right now. That is it. Go ahead. Uh, Game of Thrones. Interesting guess. Game of Thrones. Why'd you go with Game of Thrones? Because I think it's on cable, and I think I saw people posting on Facebook about it recently. Well, lock you in on Game of Thrones. Not a bad guess. Because it's the right answer. Game of Thrones. Oh, okay. Nice. Yes. It's a very disturbing scene, but oddly hilarious at the same time. Or maybe I'm just messed up, but... <laughs> okay, I've never seen the show, so I'll, I'm going to check it out. Well done. Question number 12. According to an article in the Daily Mail, Tom Cruise allegedly has achieved an operating Phaeton level of what in the Church of Scientology? It's either 7, 17, or the number of Mission Impossible movies. And uh, uh, what operating level? Phaeton. Operating Phaeton level. That is something in the Church of Scientology. It's basically a ranking. 
Oh my gosh. He's allegedly um, achieved an operating Thetan level of what? 717 or the number of Mission Impossible movies there are out. My wife just read this. She just read this whole book on Scientology. Um, she would totally know this. I need my phone a friend. Um, I will guess seven. Locking him in on seven. Is Tom Cruise a Thetan level seven? Yes. Allegedly. This is all a legend now. Nobody come okay. after me. I don't know how many levels there are, but that I don't seems- either. I, I think it's secret. Uh, however, the article that talks about this says that this allegedly gives him telekinetic and telepathic powers. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, Next question is a science question. What part of the body holds the metatarsals and the cuneiforms? Either the feet, the hands, or the head? Um, how about feet? Yep. Two more to go. This okay. one is still multiple choice. What founding father's last words were Thomas Jefferson survives? It's either James Madison, John Adams, Alexander Hamilton. Interesting. Uh, let's uh, let's get a hint going. All right, might as well, right? Burn that hint. I'm gonna eliminate one of the choices for you, okay? Okay. Alexander Hamilton was not one of was not the answer. So it's either James Madison or John Adams, whose dying words were Thomas Jefferson survives. Um, let's do Adams. Well, that's a good guess, but unfortunately, it is John Adams. You are correct. Um, that's good. I'm glad I eliminated it because I was going to go Hamilton. So, okay. <laughs> well, good choice then. Uh, those two were frenemies, I would call them, most of their lives. They finally buried the hatchet towards the end of their lives. Interestingly enough, they both died on the same day, which happened to be July 4th. Fourth of July. There's a good trivia question too. Yeah, yeah. I think I may have used that one last season. Um, okay. <laughs> yes. Well, you got it right. Thirteen out of fourteen. Let's go for question number fifteen. There are no multiple choices here. You are out of hints. You just need to give me an answer. I'm on my own. Okay. You are on your own. What city's inhabitants are called Glaswegians? Uh, is there any other choice? I gotta go with Glasgow, Scotland. No choice. And it's right. Good job. There really could only be one answer there. Glaswegians. <laughs> uh well done. Uh 14 out of 15. Um, you may be the best contestant so far this season. If not, you are probably tied with someone, but uh I'm, I'm coming back for the Tournament of Champions. <laughs> so, Nick, we're in episode 11. You're tied with our first contestant, who also had a 14. However, okay. he got none of the bonus questions right. That was Brian Carter. So, this last question is a bonus tiebreaker that absolutely comes into play now, so you want to get as many as you can right. Uh-oh, okay. So, in 20 seconds, name seven of the 10 highest-paid actresses in 2015, 
actresses. Um, what's her face? Um, I'm horrible at this. Uh, Angelina Jolie, um, uh, Scarlett Johansson. Um, uh, Come gosh, on, I can't think of anybody. Fire <laughs> them all. Five seconds. Um, who? What's her face from? Oh. Yeah. Time is up. <laughs> it's not easy, is it? Who was I trying to think of? Um, what's her face from um, Hunger Games? Ah, uh, she is on the list. Um, so I'll go over the answers. Jennifer said, uh, Lawrence. Yes, Jennifer Lawrence. That's right. Way after the fact. Don't count it. <laughs> Don't worry, it's not counted. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, Val, good, good effort. I'll go over the top ten. So it was Jennifer Lawrence, Scarlett Johansson, which you got. The next one, Melissa McCarthy. Bing Bing Fun. Now, that is a Chinese actress who has been in some American movies, but she's a huge deal in China, so she makes a lot of money. Um, The rest you probably have heard of, though. Jennifer Aniston, Julia Roberts, Angelina Jolie, you said that one, Reese Witherspoon, Anne Hathaway, and Halle Berry, believe it or not, still. So you got two out of seven. Well done. Yeah, that's kind of weak. That's kind of weak. <laughs> well, as of right now, you could feel okay because you are the highest. You have the highest score of the season. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'll pat yeah. myself on the back for that. All right, pat yourself on the back for that. Fourteen point two is your final score. What are you going to take away from this? I don't know. I've never done. I've never done a podcast like this before. I, I had a ton of fun. Um, I'll go study up some more trivia and, and hopefully come back and dominate in the uh, in the final championship round. Yeah, I hope you're ready because you are probably going to have to come back now. Sounds like a winner, man. <laughs> so Nick Loper from Side Hustle Nation, thanks so much for coming and joining us today. It's been a lot of fun. Absolutely, man. Thanks for having me. We've got a contender here, Nick Loper did very well he may be back in the playoffs you'll have to come back and see but the trivia is definitely strong with this guy thanks so much for taking the 30 minutes to let me into your earbuds and listen today for links to anything we talked about to find nick online go to podcastgameshow.com forward slash loper that's the show notes page while you're there you should also sign up for our email list because it's free, you can unsubscribe at any time, and you get early access to episodes each week. Now come back next time as I have a really cool guy, T. Pendell, huge YouTube star. He's got over a million and a half subscribers. He's hilarious. You're going to hear about him in the future. Come back and have some fun. Talk to you then.